I missed today's show. What happened? Taco Bell has been known to cause a, a fire inside, figuratively. Ah! Cause, cause a rumble in the belly. Make a run for the bathroom. Or is that Taco John's? I don't remember. But some employees just made it happen, literally. Last Monday, just after the 4th of July, the employees at a Taco Bell in Nashville thought it would be a good idea to set off some fireworks inside the restaurant. What the hell? It was caught on surveillance cameras. <laughs> they locked the place up to keep customers out and ran around with fireworks in their hands and then went into the men's bathroom and ignited some kind of firework in a trash can. And then that's when they came up with the brilliant plan to do the same thing in a trash can in the main dining room and film it on their phones. Well, they went outside to get a better view, but then realized that they had accidentally locked themselves out. While they watched the explosions, one of the fireworks ignited a full-on fire in the restaurant. So they called 911. Firefighters came to put out the blaze. It ended up causing more than $30,000 in damage. Are you kidding me? Bad news, dudes. 25-year-old Courtney Mays was the shift leader, and she has been arrested and charged with felony aggravated arson. Police expect to make some more arrests in the coming days. It's Bush League. Setting off fireworks inside? Amateur hour. <laughs> you should know better than that, shouldn't you? It's just ridiculous. You're listening to the radio. Today is National Macaroni and Cheese Day. It's so cheesy. And Kraft is celebrating by introducing a macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. What do you think about that? <laughs> it is a collaboration with Van Leeuwen Ice Cream out of Brooklyn. And it's a limited edition thing if you're interested. It's going to be available online at Van Leeuwen's website and at their shops across the country while supplies last. I don't think it sounds appetizing. Cheesy ice cream? Macaroni and cheese ice cream? I love mac and cheese. Great. If you are interested, a pint of this stuff's going to set you back about 12 bucks. So would you try some? Today.com has been running a poll, and last we checked, 48% said no, 43% said yes, and 9% have not decided. Put me down as a no. No! For the record, Eater.com was sent an early taste, and they claim that it's very good and nothing short of magical. Wow. Also, they say the inspiration is evident and that the flavor is similar, but the texture is different, and there's no cheesy smell, thankfully. See, that's what I, I would be concerned about. Funky, cheesy ice cream. Say cheese. Cheese. Did you hear about this guy who jumped from the Basin Bridge into the Atchafalaya River Basin on Friday? There was stuck in traffic, apparently. A multi-car crash on the Basin Bridge. I was always told if there's backed-up traffic, you stay in your car. This guy thought it would be fun to jump in the river, so he jumped in, swam, wandered around the area for several hours before finally being rescued on Friday. And why did he do it? Well, he did it as a goof. And I hit the water, kind of hurt my shoulders, but I started swimming. I couldn't get back to the bank because the current was too, it was way too strong. It was pretty crazy me getting back too short. They all had their guns on me. They were all telling me, get on the ground, get on the ground. And so I got on the ground, listened to them. Could you imagine how frightening that is? Jumping in, ultimately hurting your shoulder, getting lost, and then having police draw their guns on you before you get rescued. You're like, oh, thank God. I'm getting saved. And get on the ground. Yes, sir, officer. I was just jumping into... Get on the ground! Ah! That's, that's what you get for uh, jumping into the river during a traffic stop. A Phoenix wife bought her husband tickets to Game 3 of the NBA Finals, not realizing that Game 3 was taking place in Wisconsin and not where they live. Here's Kelvin Stockton explaining what happened and why they decided to fly out to Wisconsin for the game, regardless of the mix-up. Which game is it? One or two? And she goes, uh, third game, the third game. I go, 
<laughs> oh, that's that's perfect, sweetheart. I said, you know, uh, have you ever been to Milwaukee? She goes, what? Milwaukee is a pretty cool place. I said, find out what flights are, if it's reasonable, you know, make me use our points or whatever. And, and if we get a hotel near the arena, I said, make it so. His son's lost that game to the Bucks, by the way. Game four is tonight again in Milwaukee. And finally, a three-year-old girl asks her dad what's in a package at the front door, and he says it's body wash, and she blurts out, What's this? It's body wash. For pee-pee and boobies? Yes, for my penis and my boobies. For your pee-pee and your boobies? <laughs> You've highly offended me. Did you hear about this over the weekend? The entire Fort Lauderdale airport had to be shut down for several hours on Saturday because of a bomb threat. And now we have more details, and they're actually pretty dumb. Turns out a guy from Canada made the threat because he was angry about an airline's baggage fee policy. You stupid idiot! 74-year-old Wiggle Rosen was... Is that his name? Wiggle Rosen? Checking in for his flight to Toronto Saturday morning, and an Air Canada worker told him that he had to pay for his carry-on bag. All right, at first he was just angry about the fee... But then he tried to pay it in cash, and they told him that they are not accepting cash because of the pandemic, so things escalated. They said if he needed to use cash, he would have to walk to another terminal and buy a Visa gift card to pay the fee with, so he stormed off, left his bag behind, but they said he couldn't leave his bag unattended, and as he was walking away, he claimed that there was a bomb in it. A bomb? Three terminals had to be evacuated because of this idiot. The whole airport was shut down for over four hours and thousands of people got delayed, but it turned out there wasn't a bomb. You know what? You never say bomb in an airport. That's the first rule. You That's the first rule about airports, right? Don't say bomb. He's facing charges for making a false report about an explosive or weapon of mass destruction. And now you know the rest of the story. Thirty-six-year-old Matthew Robinson went to a Dick's Sporting Goods store in Altoona, Pennsylvania, on July 3rd. Just plugging you in, giving you a little backstory here. He's uh, he he stole, uh, walked off with almost two thousand dollars worth of clothes and shoes that he didn't pay for, packed all of it into his car, and could have just left. But then he decided to walk back into the store and return something that he didn't want. Stole $2,000 worth of clothes and shoes and then decides to return something he didn't want. Clearly, this guy's never heard of eBay. Uh, It's not clear if he tried to get a refund or if he just had no use for it, wanted to give it back. But when he walked in, they accused him of stealing, so he took off. Cops were able to track him down using surveillance footage from the store. He's now facing charges for retail theft and receiving stolen property. Big old uh uh-oh. Over the weekend, a woman named Caitlin went on TikTok and said that she ordered a meal for her family from Taco Bell, and it was delivered through DoorDash. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Uh, She noticed that the seal on the bag was broken, and a Doritos Locos Taco was missing from the order. All right, those two things occasionally happen, but together, they definitely suggest that something is amiss. So, she looked back at the drop-off photo that the DoorDasher sent, and the delivery woman's fingers can be seen in the corner, and it looks like they have orange dust on them. And then I get this picture from my dasher. Y'all, tell me that ain't Dorito dust on this woman's fingers. Tell me, y'all, tell me this woman didn't eat my taco now. That's from a video Caitlin showed the photo in her TikTok and said, tell me that this woman didn't eat my taco. 
DoorDash did reimburse Caitlin for the missing taco. It's unclear whether or not they are investigating the Dasher. And there you go. There's your stupid criminals in the dark. <laughs> Random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Tuesday, such as this one. It would take approximately five minutes to knock someone out by holding a rag soaked with chloroform under their nose. Yes, that it takes like two seconds in the movies, but in real life it would take five minutes. It worked in the movie! Well, it ain't working now, Frank. You mean the movie line? So if you're planning on knocking anyone out with some chloroform, make sure you accommodate for those extra two, three minutes. Uh, since the NFL draft began, 40% of the number one picks have been quarterbacks. That's 34 out of 86. It's been even more popular in recent years with 16 of the past 21 number one picks being quarterbacks. Foosball. You playing the foosball behind my back? The foosball. Do you like Pop-Tarts? Well, Pop-Tart sales went up every year from 1982 to 2014, and it is possible that they're still going up. That's just the last time Kellogg's announced any Pop-Tart stats. On a potentially related note... Local Walmarts do stock up on Pop-Tarts before storms. Everybody loves Pop-Tarts! My favorite are the brown sugar cinnamon ones, for the record. 80% of the pretzels in the U.S. are made in Pennsylvania. That's pretzel country. And finally, Austria derives its name from the German word for east. And Australia gets its name from the Latin word for south. Austria! <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the balbe. There you go. There's your random facts you didn't even know you needed to hear for a Tuesday on 1019 Jack FM.